Welcome to the Gonzo Chronicles. I'm your host, Cyrus Alderwood, the official spokesman for Generation X. Stick around. It's going to get weird, as always. So welcome back to another Gonzo Chronicles. This is your host, Cyrus Alderwood. Hey, today is December 13th, Wednesday at 6.02 p.m. as I'm recording this. Do you know where the rest of your friends are? Do you give a rat's ass? Hey, it's hump day, so let's have a little fun. Did you know that on this day in history, back in 2000, this is the day that Al Gore gave up. He threw in the towel. He couldn't beat George W. Bush after weeks of trying to contest an election and went on for the rest of the years, you know, still to this day, claiming election fraud and claiming that George W. Bush never beat him in the election. I guess that's when election, uh, like election nine became popular. I like a lot of people seem to think it started in 2020. Hell no, it's been going on for a long time. Well, my life anyway, Al Gore claimed that he was never defeated. Hillary Clinton claimed that she was never beaten by Trump. Trump claimed that he was never beaten by Biden. Here we go. You know, we're, we're less than a year away from another election. God help us all. Hey, it is almost Christmas. So uh, let's call this a Christmas episode, shall we? Actually, I wanted to... I got kind of bored a little while ago, and I was wondering... After last week having a discussion on the Caffeinated Cooper show about, uh, was Die Hard a Christmas movie? And a lot of people are like, nah, I don't think so. However, I decided to look up the top 10 grossing Christmas movies of all time. This is on Wikipedia, so don't blame me, folks. I'm just telling you what Wikipedia tells me. Actually, the top grossing of all time was... 2018's version of The Grinch. I had no idea that version was that popular. I've still yet to see this movie. But everyone that's seen it loves it. I'm still kind of like old school where I saw the old one, How the Grinch Stole Christmas in 2000. And when everybody talks about The Grinch, I think that's the one they're talking about. Somehow it escaped me back in 2018 that they made a new version. My bad. I should probably go watch that. That came out, again, like I said, 2018. That movie grossed $526 million freaking dollars. A Christmas movie. That's wild. Coming in at number two, top 10 grossing of all time, Home Alone. That came out in 1990. Love that movie. I love it. Uh, grossed $476 million. As a matter of fact, I have a great idea on how they can redo Home Alone and actually market it for Halloween. 
make it a horror movie because there's so much funny violence in that. You can still use like a Macaulay Culkin type character, but if you've ever seen that movie that he was in called The Bad Seed or The Bad One or whatever, um, yeah, use that mean kid. Or like get a kid like Damien from The Omen instead of like, you know, poor little kid from Home Alone. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you can totally mark that in a different way. Can you imagine how mean the Damien would be to those burglars? That's a horror film, folks. All you got to do is just switch characters. It's got enough violence. And another thing about that movie I learned this week, there's a black and white film in there that he's watching, the kid's watching when the pizza delivery guy comes. And the, in the movie, it's called uh, Angels with Filthy Souls or Angels with Dirty Souls or something like that. So I've always wondered, you know, when they're going to show that movie on Turner Classic Movies or something. Come to find out this week, this is how out of touch I am. I look that movie up because I'm thinking, I've never seen this. I want to watch it. There's no such movie. They only made like two minutes of that in black and white just for that movie. So it was only like one scene that they filmed in black and white just to use for that movie. Had no clue. I thought it was actually a real movie. That's my bad. Number three most grossing Christmas movie of all time. Alvin and the Chipmunks from 2007. That had $365 million at the box office. Home Alone 2 came in. That, that came out in 1992 with $358 million. And then my version of The Grinch that I kept thinking everyone was talking about, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, that came out in 2000, that grossed $345 million. And for those of you that don't know, the little girl that, that was in that movie... She grew up to be a rock star. <laughs> um, yeah, go look up the rock band, The Pretty Reckless. That's her. She's a heavy metal goddess. Yeah, there is still hope for America. Coming in after How the Grinch Stole Christmas was A Christmas Carol from 2009. I don't think I've ever seen that one. I did see Polar Express just maybe just a handful of years ago for the first time. That came in next. Um that came out in 2004. At number eight, never seen this. From 2003, Love Actually. I had no idea it was a Christmas movie. I just thought it was some sort of romance movie, and I never bothered to watch it. Number nine, good old buddy. We've seen this many a time on TV. Elf with uh, Will Ferrell, 2003. I remember... I. <laughs> I bought that for a friend of mine uh, way back when. And before they were opening, we were talking about Christmas movies, just me and some friends. And uh, I remember them saying, oh, that movie sucked. I hated it. And there it was. Like, I just had bought that for them. <laughs> like, oh, crap. They're going to open that. And they're going to feel bad. And I'm going to feel like an idiot. It was an awkward day. That was the beginning of the downfall of that friendship. <laughs> Coming in at number 10, a movie I've never seen, The Holiday. So out of those top 10, if you're listening, have you seen all of these or part of these? Or which, which ones have you seen? Which ones haven't you seen? And what would make your top 10 list? So these are just like the top 10 grossing, you know, at the box office. Here's some honorable mentions. Here, the Santa Claus came in at number 11, and that was from 1994. Great movie. Actually, that one's on my top 10. Or it should be anyway. 
Yeah, I think I, yeah, I did my own top 10. I'm going to give you my top 10 in a minute. Coming in at number 16 on that top grossing list at the box office from 1984 was Gremlins. I remember going to see that at the Richlands Ball at the theater there. I had, I saw that movie six times in the two or three weeks that it was held over at the theater. Um, number 18, don't blame me, but from 1988, Wikipedia, Wikipedia has Die Hard as the number 18 most top grossing Christmas movie of all time. Coming in at number 26, I just randomly saw some of these I thought was, was interesting. Number 26 was The Nightmare Before Christmas. Here's one that surprised me. Why would you have National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation as the 29th top grossing film? Should that not be in the top 10? I have seen that movie countless times. People quote that every year. That is one of the funniest freaking movies in a great franchise of films. And it comes in at 29? Maybe it just became a cult classic after that. I don't know, but I remember seeing it. It was freaking awesome. Loved it. Number 32, Bill Murray in the movie Scrooged from 1988. That was one of my very favorites. Uh, and it, it comes on every year, but like not as much as like some of these other Christmas films they show on TV. But if you haven't seen Scrooged, you know, watch it. It is so freaking funny. Uh, that, that was number 32. Number 27 on the list was Bad Santa from 2003. I'm actually surprised that was in the heyday of Billy Bob Thornton at the movie theaters. I'm surprised that didn't get a much higher ranking than, you know, top 12, 15, but no, all the way down to 27. Kind of shocking. I mean, not as shocking as National Lampoon's at 29, but wow, you know, just wow. So, hey, here's the Cyrus Alderwood top 10 Christmas movies of all time. I don't give an F what it grossed at the theater. Here's what I like. Here's my top 10. And then I got a couple honorable mentions that I'm going to throw in there in here too. Just for your viewing pleasure. <laughs> I said pleasure. Number 10. The Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. 1993. It was literally this year that I saw that movie for the first time. Or was it last year? Might have been last year. Saw this movie for the first freaking time. I had no idea what I was missing. That movie was freaking incredible. And since then, every time it's on TV around Halloween, I watch it all the time. But it is. Is it a Christmas movie? Hey, it is in my world. Uh, number nine, Krampus. It has all the elements of a Christmas movie. Heartwarming family. A moral lesson to be learned. Copious amounts of violence. <laughs> yeah, Home Alone had it. <coughs> Krampus has it in spades. So if you haven't seen Krampus, I dare you. No, I double dog dare you. Go watch Krampus. Number eight on my list. If you've never seen the movie The Ref, for crying out loud, you got to see this. This is a pretty funny movie. It's got Dennis Leary. It also has that uh, the fondling Kevin Spacey in it before he got caught fondling people on set and harassing the hell out of out of other men. Um, 
Here's the here's the uh, crux of this story. So it's Kevin Spacey's character, um, Lloyd and his wife Caroline. They're in this marriage counseling session with this guy, Doctor Wong, right? They're in a marriage counseling because, well, first of all, Lloyd is a complete dick. He is the most uptight piece of shit you've ever met. His wife is just, she is a complete psycho mess, too. So she's actually had an affair, and Lloyd's miserable and blames every behavioral problem their son has on his wife's coddling of him. So, like, she can do no right. She's cheating. She hates the guy for everything he is, and he's a goody-two-shoes. Meanwhile, in the same town, there's this cat burglar by the name of Gus. And he's in the middle of stealing jewelry from a mansion. Uh, but that's when everything goes wrong. He accidentally sets off the alarm, chased out by this guard dog. Uh, his getaway car is driven by this guy, Murray, uh, who is no longer there. <laughs> um, so at a convenience store, he runs into Lloyd and Carolyn and takes them hostage. And has them take them back to their house. And uh, anyway, these this couple keeps bitching and arguing all the way. And he has to constantly wave a gun in their face and tell them, please shut up. He can't take it. They are driving him mad. So anyway, um, at their house, Gus and Lloyd and Carolyn, you know, he ties the, the couple up. And the whole time they're still just bickering, just bitching. Um, and he knows that Murray usually seeks refuge at seedy bars. So Gus calls a local bar and manages to get in touch with him, tells Murray to steal a boat for the getaway. Uh, police set up roadblocks, you know, and there's a curfew in this town. It's all on Christmas Eve. And these two officers are going door to door. And um, anyway, it's just one of these funny, I don't know, it's slapstick dark comedies. And I could not think of a better character than Dennis Leary to play this. Um, so if you haven't seen The Ref from 1994, I'm sure it's on streaming somewhere. Go look it up. It is absolutely freaking hilarious. You know what else is a Christmas movie in the world of Cyrus Alderwood? Gremlins. I mean, it was already on the list at number 16 on Wikipedia, but on my list, it comes in at number 7. And... I'm okay with that. I kind of, I kind of dig Gremlins. Like I said, I saw that movie so many times. Um, most people, I guess, Gen Xers. I know you Gen Xers have all seen this. If you're a little bit younger, do yourself a favor. Go watch this freaking movie. This is entertainment to the hilt. This is almost like running into Baby Yoda times a hundred on steroids with drugs. Go watch it. Promise you, you're gonna love it. Here's a movie for you coming in at number six. And I guarantee most of the people listening probably have not either heard of this or seen it. I know a couple of people, I guarantee a couple of people on this list have seen it, uh, this listing have seen it. From 2005, it's a black comedy called Kiss Kiss, Bang Bang. And if you're a Val Kilmer fan, this guy steals every freaking scene. When I say a dark comedy, I mean a dark comedy. Um, Harry Lockhart is the main character, and it's he's played by Robert Downey Jr., and uh, anyway, this guy, <laughs> to begin with, this is so funny. He unintentionally wins a screen test in New York by showing up uh, remorse. He's like really just 
down, depressed and remorseful, and he goes into this audition uh, for an, a botched burglary he committed. And the casting director sees this and like mistakes this for method acting, but he's not kidding. So they think the guy's amazing, so he gets sent to L.A. for a further screen test. And anyway, you talk about murder, mayhem, uh, anything that can be misconstrued. This movie is is funny. It's it's really funny. Like I said, it came out in two thousand five. This thing only made about fifteen million, which is peanuts, I guess, to the folks in in Hollywood for a, for a movie. But initially, this this film came out. Um, I think it was at the. Uh, Cannes Film Festival in 2005 uh, in May. It was actually shot in L.A. between for over a week and a half in 2004, between late February and early May. And uh, so it debuted the following year at the Cannes Film Festival. And um, it was brought out, I guess, to movie theaters in October 2005. Got some good reviews from critics. Just not a lot of people lining up to see it. Probably didn't have a lot of, um, I don't know, I don't know. With, with uh, uh, actors in it like Val Kilmer, Robert Downey Jr., Corbin Burnson, Michelle Monaghan was really big at the time. I'm not sure why um, it didn't didn't do well. It was actually based off a book called Bodies Are Where You, Where you Find Them. And uh, that's an appropriate title for this, you know, a theme for this movie. Um, kiss, Kiss, Bang, Bang. If you have not seen this. Make sure you see this. This is number six on my Christmas list of top ten movies. Number five, The Santa Claus. Man, Tim Allen is great. Every year I watch that movie. It's cute. It's fun. And it has a ZZ Top song in it. How are you going to go wrong? You know, you're you're just not. You know, if you, if you don't like The Santa Claus, then the terrorists win. I don't know what to tell you, folks. Um, coming in at number four on my list. Yeah, mofos, die hard. Yippee ki yay, mother. Mm -hmm. Die hard. Great film. Some people don't think it's a Christmas film. Some people do. The argument will continue every year until, I don't know, maybe they just get a couple actors together and fight it out to the death. But who knows? This debate will keep raging. It will keep raging. And it'll be fun every year anyway. And i got to tell you, folks, I'm at number three. On my list, if Die Hard's in there, then by God, Lethal Weapon is a Christmas movie. You can't you can't go wrong with Riggs and Murtaugh at Christmas. I mean, that is just as Christmas to me as Die Hard would be, definitely. But, you know, the fact that the guy gets to kill people in a lot where they're selling Christmas trees in the beginning, that, I mean, just tell, it sets the theme. I mean, we're not talking about Silent Night, Deadly Night here. You know, naughty, bad. But those guys are bad. They probably deserve to die in amongst the Christmas trees. And for a cop like Murtaugh, no, Riggs. Having a body, fresh dead body of a bad guy under a Christmas tree is probably like a Christmas gift to him. And thankfully he didn't kill himself in that movie because we had several more movies to go. I think Lethal Weapon 4. Did they have four? Yeah, I know they had four. I don't know. I don't think they had more than that. But we got some good films, we got some good songs, some kick-ass entertainment, and a debate as to whether that is a Christmas movie. Coming in at number two on my list, as I mentioned before, that was on the 
uh, Wikipedia list, Scrooged comes in at number two. Number one in my world, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. And you're wondering, hey, what about a Christmas story? Yeah, I love it, but I watch it every year. I, I used to, and I got burned out on it. So it's not on the list. It might be on your list. That's awesome. What's on your top 10 list? What did I miss? Did I miss something good? Did I give you some new fodder to go watch, something new to go watch? I hope so. Here's a couple of honorable mentions. If Die Hard is on that list and Lethal Weapon is on that list and The Ref is on that list, then Trading Places gets an honorable mention. Eddie Murphy, Dan Aykroyd. Awesome film. It was so funny. Like, I started learning about stocks at such an early age, and that's why I went into the business. Because, hey, if Eddie Murphy has a good time with it, shouldn't I? Even though, you know, they weren't exactly above board. But it's a good movie. Great entertainment. So, uh, and you got to see Jamie Lee Curtis's, you know, thingies. I was impressed. I was young. Impressionable. Wow. Made an impact on my life. <laughs> so, so, here's another honorable mention. This is a dark movie. This is a Stanley Kubrick film. Takes place at Christmas. There's Christmas... Uh, I don't know. A lot of Christmas decoration around. But if you're in the mood for an Illuminati-style, you know, secret sex society type of Christmas movie... Eyes Wide Shut is for you. Poor Tom Cruise. But anyway, there's a lot of subtle... There's a, yeah, there's a really interesting documentary on... I found this on Tubi. I was looking up documentaries about Stanley Kubrick because of his filmmaking style. was so weird. And he put so many subtle things in the background, like exposing secret societies and Hollywood secrets and all kinds of stuff. Every single prop he uses in the background is something that he has made um, specifically for that movie. If somebody's reading a newspaper in the background, it's not a real newspaper. The articles in there are actually articles he had somebody write about something, and you can go and look at the headlines. But it's really interesting movie. Eyes Wide Shut gets an honorable mention, too. So what are your top ten? Uh, let me know. You can leave comments down below, or if you see this on YouTube, Leave us a comment down there, and uh, wherever you follow, uh, wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts, wherever you're listening to this at, uh, give us a comment and a ranking. We'd certainly like to have it. Um, I'll be back again before the end of the year, even though I've been lackadaisical with the show here lately. Life got a little busy, and even when it hasn't been busy, I've just been lazy, so I really don't have any excuses. Anyway, top 10 Cyrus Alderwood Christmas movies. Tell me what I missed, folks. I will talk to you soon. See you on down the road.